kind of guy who got literally if my sister brought him home I'd be terrified <laughs> but he- but- Welcome back to the Irish Bear Show. It's great to be back a day after a a critical loss to the Packers and the Bears continue their losing streak. Six games here. But look, on Mondays, we don't like to think about the terrible play that we see on Sunday. We prefer to move this thing forward. So with that, this is our second edition of Mock Draft Monday. It's something that we are going to be doing, especially when there's no news in relation to things like free agency and when the season eventually is over. This is something that we want to be able to do. The Bears are going to have a high pick, so there's going to be a lot of interest in what the Bears could do. So what this show has been about was coming up with different scenarios that could possibly happen when April comes around. Last week, for anybody that missed the show, um, we... Where, look, at that point, the Bears had the number three overall pick. And what we ended up doing is what would happen if the Bears just decided not to trade back? And if they decided to stay at number two or number three and just pick the best player on the board, whether that be Will Anderson or whether that be Jalen Carter. So today we're going to do the opposite of Tony, where we're going to be talking about actually the advantages of trading back and a way for this team to rebuild on the fly because it's something that I think anybody watching yesterday could pretty much say that without Justin Fields, this team needs so, so much work. And when you have a guy like that, you need to start building around him and build a better team around him so he can actually win some of these football games. Yeah, absolutely. As you say, you just need to watch week in, week out. You take Justin Fields out of this lineup and we are up Shit's Creek. So, um, you know, we definitely need to be padding the team out. Uh, that's going to happen a lot in free agency, but the the big the big additions and the future additions are going to be made in the draft. And, you know, we could sit here and we could talk about Green Bay or we could talk about the next game, but no one wants to do that. It's not fun. But what is fun is looking forward to the future, to what the Bears are hopefully going to be um, from next season moving forward. And that all starts with the draft again. Um, at the minute, we're still sitting at pick number two. I would imagine we're probably still going to be set at pick number two by the end of the season with the way things are going. Uh, you never know, maybe Houston will leapfrog us and we'll be number one. But either way, <laughs> uh, we're going to be picking pretty high. So, um, yeah, it's exciting to have a look at these things, get fuel for the players that are going to be available at the top of the draft come May time. And also look at the option of, of as you say, trading back because when you're set at number two, depending on how badly someone wants to come up and take a player, you could get a haul, you know, and you just have to balance out, is it worth taking that lot of picks versus taking 
whatever player you've got your eye on at that time. And that's going to be the question for Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus come me. Yeah, exactly. And look, that's the question that's, I think, on everybody's mind. How is this team going to improve? Because we've seen at times this team can compete with other with other sides, but they just don't have the talent. And the talent level needs to improve. Now, the advantage of this and kind of one of the reasons we like doing kind of these shows is because we get to look a little bit into the future. We get to look at, well, what could this team look like in just a couple of months' time? with a big free agency, with a good draft. Look, you're going to have a, a good draft. You're going to be put up as one of the winners of the draft this year because you're picking high, right? Regardless, you're either going to get a haul and people are going to say, oh, this is a really good move by the Bears, or you're going to pick one of the best players in the draft and people will be like, they're winners because they got one of the best players in the draft. But look, I, I think... Last week, like I mentioned, anybody who, who didn't get to check that out, make sure you go back to last week's show because we did discuss a lot about kind of Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. And look, we might get to talk about them a little bit here today as well and um, based on the trade that we have kind of loaded up here on our simulator. Um, again, it's, it's going to be one of those interesting ones and what do the Bears do, especially if it is the scenario that we have at the moment. Look, we, I think we all expect Houston to be the worst team in the league to the point of where they're not going to win another game. I think that's probably a very likely scenario. I think the bears are in a similar boat where I don't think they win again, but then you have a weird one where the Denver Broncos are just as bad yet. They also have a quarterback, but even though they would be picking right now, third, it's not their pick because they traded the quarterback to Seattle who are currently a playoff team. So it is, a wild thing to happen and then you have Detroit right after or Detroit I think are maybe fifth right now or sixth um so like it is interesting to see how this is gonna go about um and what the Bears can do so without further ado we will open up the the mock draft simulator we have this kind of all set up because again the whole point here was that we were going to do a trade today. So we wanted to make sure that we didn't just do it live and then there was no trade or anything. And then we can say, oh, video over, that's it. So we <laughs> do have this uh, wrapped up and getting it ready to go. And it's actually a very similar trade uh, to last week, except for it's with um, the Lions at this point, our pick four, I believe. Um, I think it's just because the bear we had the Bears at pick three. So that would be the Rams pick, I believe, which is pick four. They have also offered pick 15. Look, we'll, we'll edit this to make it a little bit more kind of realistic as well um, on what could actually happen here. Now, I do think that with the way this has fallen, right, you would assume, look, Bryce Young goes number one in our mock draft here, right? So that's very likely. Him or CJ Stroud probably goes number one. Um but the interesting thing here that the Bears are actually in is that if the Bears are picking two, but then Seattle, Detroit, Carolina are three, four, and five, each one of those teams needs a quarterback. Now, Seattle probably, maybe they're actually just a system offense now, and it just seems to work. I don't think Geno Smith would be able to be successful in many teams, but he has been successful in Seattle. So maybe they decide. We don't need to go get a quarterback. But the thing is, when you get this high up, this is one of your only chances to do so. So 
that's one. Um, one of the things you'll see many reports like this G Station SR report, uh, Atlanta and Indy to trade up again. They would have to trade a hell of a lot to get up there. And um, even though they are kind of what well, I think Atlanta is like ninth or tenth, I'll kind of put that up. The thing is, they don't have two first round picks. The Bears will probably try to target teams that do have two first round picks. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. It may end up being that they'll have to get a first-round pick this year, a first-round pick next year, and they may even ask for a second-round pick if there's a team that's there this year offering two first-round picks. So it will be interesting. There will be a bidding war because I do think that there is going to be a little bit of overhype on the quarterbacks. I think they're going to overhype Will Levis from Kentucky to the point where I think he'll end up being a top-10 pick when in reality he's probably in the 20s. Um, in terms of overall talent level, so with this one, look, I think where we can make where we can edit this a little bit, and um, because I don't think that Detroit would offer three first round picks, um, I think to make this a realistic mock draft, um, maybe we just take out the twenty twenty four first rounder and just use the let's say the the pick number four fifteen and then Minnesota's third round pick next year. I think that's probably a fair thing to do. Do you think, Tony? Yeah. I mean, it's not, they're not going to give up three in a row. It's just not going to happen. Um, because the the thing is, well, they're sitting looking at the situation here. They, they, they know that we're not going to take a quarterback. So they're really just trying to get a whole ahead of the Seahawks here. But, you know, is it worth jumping that far for CJ Stroud? Do you see him as your, your long-term future? Do you want to give up everything you've got in there to get him and then leave yourself in a situation where you can't do a lot to put more around about him. Now, I know that the Lions have got a half-decent roster at the moment, um, so they are pretty well set up, but even still, um, you, you want to sort of keep that extra first round in your back pocket. Um, otherwise, you're in a situation like, like the Bears that are, where we don't have a first round last year and, you know, we had to wait until the second round to pick. So, yeah, I mean, I think taking this the the... the First rounder from next year out is probably realistic. I also think it is realistic though for for them wanting to give up the fifteenth pick to move up two spots. I think if I think again, you have to though, right? Like we saw what Justin Fields went for, and the Bears only moved up what four four spots or something like that. I know it was later, a little bit later in the first uh, round. Nine, supposed to be moved up twenty to eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah, nine. But I guess the I guess the thing is right, like. If you're moving up to go get your quarterback and you think that there's other teams that are going to be doing that as well, like you need to be able to, you're, you're, like the minimum you're going to get is two first round picks. Now, yeah. obviously, most teams don't have two first round picks in one year. It just so happens that the Lions do, right? So that's that's the reason why I think the Bears would actually target with the Lions. They, they're not going to care about so-and-so player be coming into the division like, the draft happens the way it happens like if there's something with the lines might try and move up with somebody else right the reason why and look i don't think it's realistic that they'll give three first round picks up but you may be able to get two first round picks and a little bit more and the reason why that could happen is if there's multiple teams trying to move if there's multiple teams like we've he heard today where atlanta Indy, if you start here, I think Carolina would be absolutely crazy if they don't try and move up. They, they're they a team that is devoid of anything at the quarterback position. Obviously, them releasing Baker Mayfield today 
kind of proves that even more. That is a team crying out to go up and get a quarterback. And that's actually the perfect positioning for the Bears right now. If you do have a team that's desperate like that, you could possibly get their first round pick this year, their first round pick next year, and their second round pick this year. And I think that's just as good as getting two first round picks this year because Carolina are likely going to be still a terrible team next year. And you could end up doing very well out of that. But look, just because this is, I think this is a realistic spot that the Bears would want to push back in. If you are number two overall, in, a, in an ideal world, you do move back to maybe four or five, especially if there's another team that's coveting a quarterback at three, because it means you still get the option of whoever you wanted to draft. So I think that that's definitely a scenario to where I think it will appeal to Ryan Poles more than just selecting whoever at two. Now, yeah. I think the only caveat is if a, a deal isn't blowing them out of the water at two, you can't just accept any deal. You have to, it has to be something that legitimately gives you a lot. Like it needs to be one of those like 49er move move ups. Like you, you need to be getting either two first round picks this year or a first round pick this year, a first round pick next year, and more. Um and I think if that is the case, it sets this team up quite well moving forward. Yeah, and I, I don't think I mean I know a lot of people have, have sort of said that oh, it's completely unrealistic for you know, them want to give up so many picks to move up a couple of spots. But it's really not because if you look at the situation, if Bryce Young, say, gets taken first overall, or even CJ Stroud gets taken first overall, you're then left with another quarterback that would be considered a top 15 pick in this draft. And then after that, it's a bit of a drop-off, in my opinion, to the next the next sort of quarterback. So not only have you got a situation, you've got, Four, three teams in a row there with pick three, four, and five who want a quarterback and all want to beat the next person to get that quarterback. You've also got a situation where the only other quarterback left on the board that's worth taking at this at this point early in the draft or who's going to possibly make an impact um, long term is the guy that's going to be going in the next two picks probably. So that then ups the value of that number two pick. So if that means that you know, you're giving up two first rounders this year plus you know, a second rounder next year, maybe some change later on in this year's draft, then it's not out with the realms of possibility for that to be a thing. You know, it, it sounds crazy, but, you know, even 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 giving up three first rounders might not be that crazy. It depends on how desperate this team are that are going to be, they're, they're looking to trade up. But, you know, I, I think if you're looking at this particular trade that we have at the moment, I think that's probably fair based on, you know, what we know just now. Um, I don't think it, it would be over-realistic to get too much more. You know, I might end up picking, like, a throwing an extra kind of fourth rounder in from this year or something like that um, to to try and get as much back as possible. But um, other than that, I think it's probably probably a fair deal here, and I'd probably hit the accept button on this if it was me uh, getting this offer just now. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think at the end of the day, right, once this season is over straight away you're going to hear rumors of teams trying to move up. I, I, I think that that's just the case. That It's just going to happen straight away. You're going to, and the Bears will be putting out these rumors because the Bears will yeah. want to be trading back. And the one thing that we learned, and that this is what we, we spoke about last year during the draft, especially on day three, because look, Ryan Paul didn't have a lot to work with last year. He had those two second round picks and then pretty much didn't pick until the fifth round. So like, he didn't really have that much in terms of drafts capital last year. 
and yet still came away with a pretty good class overall. And he did it because he was trading down when it was day three. So now you come back here and you think of, well, he has like nine picks in this draft already. It wouldn't be surprising to me if the Bears end up with like 15 or 16 picks overall in this draft because he likes to trade down. It's one thing that he's he said at the start. He wants to build through the draft. He wants to get more capital. He has mentioned these in his press conferences. So I think the Bears will be from an as soon as they possibly can, I think, will be putting the feelers out. Do these teams want to move up? Um, I think yeah. they won't accept the deal for a while because they'll want to get teams a little bit scared and be like, we need to get we need to get up here. Um, but it's going to be don't interesting. Don't be surprised at the same time, though, that if a deal gets done well in advance of that first night of the draft, like if, yeah, like, like the I, 49ers did, they blew yeah. they blew the who was it the Miami Dolphins out of the water with a deal, and the Dolphins were like, we might not get a deal like this later on, yeah. so we need to take this now. And it worked out for Miami; they got good players in in return for that, and they're a really good playoff team right now because of it. Now, obviously, one of those one of those picks there this year, um, I think it's actually their own pick this year that they actually have to forfeit because they were idiots. <laughs> their owner was an idiot. But look, that's not on other that's teams. Another look, story for another day. Yes, exactly. Now, the one thing that I would say because this will be a talking point, I think, because the Lions are close and they need a a quarterback. And uh, Lardo Bior says Dow Chicago would trade with Detroit and. I personally don't think they'll care because they're in the business of improving their own team. And at the end of the day, you got to have faith in your own evaluation. And um, if you think that there's a particular, obviously if there's two, if there's two offers and they're pretty much identical and one is the lions and one is another team, they're probably not going to do it with the lions. But if the lions have by far the best offer and they blow you out of the water with like three first round picks and stuff that they're going to trade with them. Like they're not going to just not trade because they're in the division. Right. And I think that's, that's the situation where we're probably at. Um, I think that there will be a lot of interest here and look with this one, we'll, we'll propose this and we'll get this mock draft kind of started. And um, because it's, I think it's a good kind of conversation to have. Um, so let's just confirm this one and then we'll go back to it and see kind of what happens here. So as you would see, CJ Stroud now, Seattle goes for Will Anderson here. Um, but he's been coming back up to try and get another impact player right away. Now that's a smart move. It is what, It is a smart move. Yeah. Depending on how the, 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 how the whole thing falls as well. They might even, Houston might even consider taking the best player available at number one. And then coming back up for their QB at some point right after that. That's not necessarily pick four. They could come back up to pick three that, that, or pick uh, two again. You know, but that's but that's what I, I actually I put this out there um probably like two or three weeks ago. Um or maybe it was just last week. I can't I can't even remember. But I said if Houston have the number one overall pick, why not just pick the best player in the draft and then literally have a deal already prepared with another team like if it's the bears at two or if it's seattle at three and literally be like as you can see here they have the 13th pick and they have the 32nd pick which like this year is a second round pick right just because miami has had to forfeit their pick so there's only 31 picks in the first round this year 
but it's essentially a first round pick because it's the 32nd overall pick, which in any other year is a first round pick. So they can technically offer two first round picks to move up and maybe a little bit more. And in this one, they're also offering a first round pick in the following year, which they may have to do in order to get up if they take, if they took like a defensive player first. But I think we're just for the sake of this one, because I don't think that it would happen in this situation. I think if they were doing it, they would be taking Will Anderson and then they would try and go up and get their quarterback. So just for the sake of this one, what we'll do is we'll reject this one because I think it's a good conversation to have and a reason why a trade down to four or five makes sense. Because even though Will Anderson got selected, your number one or number two prospect is still on the board and you've you've added extra picks that you've helped your GM to be able to make this team even better. And I think I don't even think we really need to talk much about this, but what I will say, and this is just again the situation, if they went a little bit further, like I think at this point we we'd both be in agreement that you would take Jalen Carter, right? If you were at four. I don't know. Really? I don't know. I, I like Miles Murphy. And and I'll be honest with you, I think we have a real problem at pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the way that the Bears are going to attack the defensive line and free agency is going to be interior. So yeah. I think they might they might be willing to say well, we'll let Jalen Carter go here. Because um, there's other there's other interior defensive tackles later on in the draft that you could look at as well. Fair enough. They're not on the same scale as Jalen Carter. But I think Miles Murphy's a, a huge impact player as well. I would I would be sitting considering one of those two at this point as opposed to just going straight for Carter. I understand why you would go straight for Carter. But I also have a bit... The only thing with Carter that makes me think is just he had that knee injury. Now, mm-hmm. I know, you know, it's probably fine. But it's always something to think about, you know, and the Bears have been really unlucky with draft picks and injuries and things like that over the last kind of four or five years. And you think back to Kevin White and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, admittedly, we didn't know much about any injuries coming into that 2016 draft or whenever it was. Um, Either way, what I'm trying to say here is I I wouldn't necessarily just jump at Carter. I like the idea of Miles Murphy as well. But I think on. that I think that's the that is the good thing about this, right? And it's the reason why I wanted to kind of have this conversation as well because you may fall back to five or six, right? Mm-hmm. I think that look, it, yes, it'll depend on what the Bears do in free agency. If the Bears' main spending is at offensive tackle, and let's say pass rush, like let's say they go and they bring whoever in, whether it's Yannick Ngakwe or they bring in um, Marcus Davenport, for example, and they spend a lot of money. Okay, maybe then you're looking at, oh, they might go for a defensive tackle here or they might go for a pass rusher. But honestly, I think even if they spend a bunch of money somewhere, I still think that they could end up just picking whoever's the best. Um, For me, at this point in time, in the top 10, there's only a few guys I want the Bears to be targeting. Um, those would be Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Miles Murphy, um, and I like Paris Johnson Jr. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit annoyed that Alu Fashionu and um, the left tackle from Penn State has actually gone back because I think he was an ideal left tackle target. Uh, I like Paris Johnson though. I think he's a really good player. I don't, I I do like the wide receivers in the first round, but I don't love 
the wide receivers in the first round. I, I can't pick a wide receiver in the top 10, really, or the top five anyway. Like, I know a lot of people really, really like Quentin Johnson, and they should because he's electric. But again, I, I just go back to it, and every time I think of it, I'm like, there's a big miss rate at, at wide receiver in the first round. And look, I. There's I, too many I, better players available just now. That, that's the thing, right? Like, um, like in in terms of some of the, I guess some of the rankings here, I don't agree with some of them that they have in PFN. So I don't agree with Kelly Ringo as the top cornerback um, in the draft. Uh, Anthony Richardson definitely won't be a top ten pick. I don't believe anyway. I think it's probably going to be, um, it's probably going to be Levis. I guess is the third kind of quarter or a quarterback that's going to be taken. There's not really anybody else that could go up there. I like Trenton Simpson if you kind of move back a little bit. Um, one thing that you mentioned as well, if you didn't want to take Jalen Carter or if you move back to five and let's say he goes four, one guy that I actually think has a higher ceiling than Jalen Carter is Brian Breesey, um from Clemson. I think he's there's more chance that he could miss, but there's actually more of a chance as well that he could be an even better player at the next level. Uh, Tyree Imagine Wilson. You get Miles Murphy and Brian Breezy, both Clemson players on your defensive line. Already yeah. they've got they've got they've got that chemistry. They've, they know each. You know, it, it, it adds a different thing to the, to, the, to a really depleted line. Um, that could work because we're picking at what 15, 16 now. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's fifteen. I think it's fifteen. Let me just let me just do a, a quick check here yeah 15 yeah. so yeah you like you could do that right you could even go right jalen carter and then when it comes back around you could get a tyree wilson right mm-hmm. or like you said if you want to go offensive tackle you could go skaronski now i think he's probably going to be a guard at the next level but like you could still play right tackle um and him beside jenkins would be very fun broderick jones is an option later on but realistically at this point in time and this is where i think strategy comes into it right if you have no difference in your evaluation of jalen carter and miles murphy but you think that the next time you come around you can then select a guy like brian breezy it's it's really really good or you could do the opposite right you could go jalen carter and then maybe you're like i want to improve my linebacking core and i want to have a guy that i can push all the way around and get another guy from Clemson, Trenton Simpson, who I think can pretty much play all three linebacker positions at, at the Bears. So I think that's an interesting one as well. Um, if you want it, I don't think they're going to go cornerback. Joey Porter Jr. and Cam Smith are my two top corners in this in this draft class. Um, I don't think that they're going to go wide receiver in the first round because I actually think there's some guys that have good value later on. So look, with this being said, right, we're at four. Do you think that at this point you go Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia, or do you think that you go with Miles Murphy and you just go for the edge rusher? It's hard because I know that Fluss wants his three technique that's going to be there for the for the long term. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we know how bad the pass rush is. This is all going to very much depend on what we've done in free agency. If yeah. we're going into the draft based on what we have on the team at the moment, I'm probably going Carter yeah. uh, right now. But 
I, I can I can make the argument for Miles Murphy. I would I could pick either of them here, and I wouldn't be disappointed if, with whatever happened here. Um, yeah, it's it, it's funny, right? Because we are, we'll be talking about this a little bit later in a couple of months' time as well, when we watch even more. Like I've spent quite a lot of time on, especially the first round guys, and then the offensive side of the football. And in the first round, knowing that the Bears were probably going to have a top ten pick my three favorite players just to watch and you just have fun watching them have been Will Anderson Jr., Jalen Carter, and Miles Murphy. So I'd be ecstatic for any of those guys to be a bear next year because I think it's something that's really needed. Um, I've seen I've seen some people that I really trust say that they think Miles Murphy is the best player in, in the entire draft class. I've seen other people say for Jalen Carter and other people say for Will Anderson. And that's what makes this trade if you can get back to four or five or six good because you can still get one of the top players in in the draft and still feel pretty good so look with this being said i think right now what we'll do is we will we'll select jalen carter and then in a future mock draft monday what we'll do is we'll move back a little bit further and see what other options are there for the bears but as we're only at four let's pick one of the guys that i think a lot of people are saying is probably one of the best players in the draft and even if you get another defensive tackle free agency, at least you completely revamped kind of that defensive line in one day. And I think that's what we'll go for here. And then we'll see what happens when it comes around to 15. You never know. We might trade back again if someone is there that we are not happy with. But let's go with Jalen Carter to start off. So Kelly Ringo, there's Miles Murphy, Quentin Johnson, Keishon Bouti, Anthony Richardson, Jordan Addison. Michael Mayer, Joey Porter Jr., Tyree Wilson, and Paris Johnson Jr. So there's two trade offers here. I don't particularly like this one um, because they're basically trading a second-round pick and a third-round pick for pick number 15. They're also offering their first-round pick next year um, and our sixth pick next year. So I don't think I would take that because there's still some players on the board that I think I would prefer. Um you go next and essentially the same sort of deal. Um, I don't think I would particularly want it. I'd rather just take yeah. the player here, but what about you? No, I'm I'm not not taking either of these. I'm not interested. I'd rather there's there's too there's too much talent available right now. Um and I'm happy just to go ahead and and make a selection at this point. Yeah. So- Although I'm quite I'm quite disappointed that Brian Beasy's there because I wish we'd done the Miles Murphy option and got Brian Beasy now. But you know, such is life. Uh, what you got to do? We're still looking for that pass rusher at the minute. So, um, yeah, I mean, looking at the situation just now, um, who we got? Who's is that? The top of the availability chart there, yeah. So yeah, those those would be the top guys right now. Honestly, yeah, yeah I like, it... I like Peter Skoronsky. Um, I know he's going to be a guard at the next level, but you know, it, it's definitely a position of need. I think there's also a scenario where we see. Tevin Jenkins move out the right tackle. Um, if the, if there is a situation where we don't, we feel, um, and I, I mean they'll know before they're going to free agency whether or not they're going to be targeting a right tackle because we need a right tackle more than any other position on the offensive line. Um, outside the center, but I still what I said last week was I think Lucas Patrick will probably stick around uh, in some capacity. Um, so right tackle, um, and I think Jenkins can make that move out there. And if you put um, 
Skoronsky out there with him in, at the guard. I think you're you're kind of solidifying that right side pretty well. Um, at the end of the day, that's what we talk about. We talk about the trenches. We talk about getting them better because that's where everything starts and finishes. So for me, I'm making, I'm, I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking Big Pete at the moment and going with that option. Who you got your eye on just now? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. Um, I was a little bit pleased when Tyree Wilson went at 13 and Paris Johnson Jr. went at 14. Um, because Tyree Wilson for me was probably the third number three in terms of my edge rushers. Paris Johnson Jr. right now is my number one offensive tackle. So I was kind of a little bit peeved that that happened. Um, but look, I think you're still in a pretty good scenario here. Peter Skaronski, yeah, I think he, the one thing that you can tell about him, he's nasty. Very Tevin Jenkins-like that he wants to hit people. It's stuff that I like. I don't even care if you think that he's a guard or a tackle at the next level because this whole thing is building around Justin Fields. Um, there is that. Now, the one thing I will say, now, the only reason I am not pounding the table harder for him is because of the injuries this year, and that's Jackson Smith and Jigba. Because the one thing, and look, we're, you will see people um, mention this, um, both the teams that we were talking about, maybe first-round picks, could be Marvin Harrison Jr., if we go back 12 months, we were talking about guys like Chris Alave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, all these. And the one thing people were saying, and we had one of the beat reporters from Ohio State on, and he essentially said that Jackson Smith and Jigba was playing better than any of those guys last year. And the thing is, we've seen that his injuries have affected him. But the same thing can happen for Marvin Harrison Jr. He can have a great year, but you have to remember, next year he has another quarterback because CJ Stroud is gone this year. So it's interesting. Same sort of thing could have happened to guys like Chris Olave and could have happened to uh, Garrett Wilson. When you have a new quarterback, it can affect you a little bit. It actually did affect Chris Olave a little bit in his first year with CJ Stroud. They didn't have a good connection, but good receivers find a way to do it. So, if it was if if Smith and Jigba can can prove that he is over his injuries before the end of the college football season, I think I would still he would still be one that I would say he had a pretty good connection in limited action with Justin Fields because he didn't get to see the field obviously because he was kind of a, a freshman when Justin was there. But the thing is, he has that X-factor ability to where he could be a guy that you could rely on. Um, but I just think right now, I don't think we can do that because we we don't know what his injury concerns really are like. Like I said, if he can get back before the end of the season here and just prove that he can play, kind of like we saw with, J- uh, not Jameson, but was it Jameson Williams? No, it was um, one of the other guys from, from Bama, I believe, last year. Um, where they were able to get back just in time, prove that they're able to do a little bit. Um, I think it was Mechie or something at the time. Um, I know, unfortunately, he had some sort of illness before the season. Um, but if I, I just think it's too it's too early in the draft to, to look at Jackson. It, it just for me, it's his, I, it's I, the injury concerns, right? If he if he doesn't have in if he didn't have the injury concerns from this year, he's a top ten pick, and that's the only reason what I would say if if he didn't have those, but that's why I'm saying I don't think you can go for it. The, the, 
I guess one of the things that we can kind of consider is, do you feel comfortable with just Claypool and Darnell Mooney? I don't think they'll add anybody in free agency. But like I said, there's some players that I like um, a little bit. Um, you know, there's no, it's not, not to say that you can still invest in the wide receiver room in the next round, in the third round. Yeah. You know, where did Darnell Mooney get picked up? You know, like it's... I, I, I just think at the, at the moment in time, I know we need wide receivers, but I'm, you know, I never like to just draft because we need the position. The, the you know? one thing that the one thing I I think is interesting is it's very similar to kind of like Jamison Williams last year, where he did get injured during or towards the end of the season, right? Yeah. And regardless of that, and it was a serious injury, tore his ACL, but the Lions still try to draft picks to go up and get them, and they'll be. Look, if he's able to prove that he is healthy, he goes to these workouts and he's fine, he does the combine and he's fine, I think what you're going to see is you're going to see his draft stocks start to rise a little bit again to the type of player that he is. Um, yeah. For me, look, I got to watch, obviously, as I've mentioned on the show before, I'm an Ohio State fan in terms of watching them and Justin Fields was one of the kind of key reasons why I've continued to really like college football. And then when he went to the Bears, following it along from there. But Smith and Jigba was one of those guys that you were looking forward to what he was going to do next. Um, so like I said, if he can prove that he's he's healthy, this will be a conversation down the road that we will have in a future show that I may pound the table and say he's, he's one of those talents that, yeah, he had an unfortunate year with injuries, which guys can have. But if it's not something that is going to be long-term, why should it really matter? Like at the end of the day, it's all about picking the best players. But I think in this situation, because we don't know what his injury kind of, I guess what his diagnosis and stuff is going to do, but teams are going to put him through his paces and they're going to know kind of what he's going to be. Um, For now, what I think we're going to do is we're going to stick with here and go offensive tackle. And I think we go Peter Skaronski and just try and improve that offensive line and give Justin Fields a little bit of time. And I think that's what we'll do here. And so I will select him here. And I'm pretty happy with those first two picks. For anybody that missed it, our first pick, we traded down and we got Jalen Carter. And then we went for Peter Skaronski. And we do not pick until, what was it, 56 now. Now, this could be a, a... point that if somebody does offer some sort of trade it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world as well and um, if it comes to there and get a little bit more guys um, well, this is it. It depends. when are we picking after 56 it's top of the third round isn't it second, second pick of the third round yeah so, so the, there was there was one afterwards. yeah there was one question um that I wanted to go to, I was waiting just in case he wasn't going to get picked, but he got picked at the first pick of the second round and um, was here. What do you guys think of Josh Downs at a UNC? Uh, I really like Josh Downs at a UNC. I think he is a guy that if he was available in the middle of the second round, when the bears are picking, I think you have to consider it. I think it's definitely one that I would be happy to do. Um but yeah, absolutely. Um, Berlissimo makes a really good point here. Again, Jackson Smith and Jigba, it's a fit, it's a fit, fits the scheme because he's a legit good blocker. Um, 
the LSU receiver wasn't there. He went in the top 10. Keishon Booty went in the top 10. Um, but yeah, look, I, I think it's definitely a conversation we will have as we get closer to it. But right now, we're going to continue with the with the trenches. Um, but look, we will we will see how uh, how we go from there. Um, so let's see what is available. Oh, well, first of all, we have a trade offer here. So for moving down 10 spots, we would also get the 103rd pick. Um, so I don't know what you think of that, Tony, if you wanted to move down 10 more. Um, personally, it might be a little bit too rich. You're kind of going out of the, the second round here. Um, no, I think I'm happy to stick where we are because we're going to be picking in a few picks again anyway. So we can maybe look at that option with the top of the third round. Yeah. Yeah, because like yeah, so we're at we're at sixty five, so we don't really need to be to be doing that. And then I do believe that when it comes to the fourth round, we have is it two selections in the fourth, or is it two in the fifth? Two in the fourth. So like you you still have a a good amount of selections here, and um, to not have to trade down and just add another and just pick a better player, um. So there's a couple of interesting, a couple of interesting names. Um, like we can we can start off with the offense, I guess, um, and just kind of separate it. So some people like this guy, Darnell Washington, tight end from Georgia. He's fucking massive. He's he is a big boy, and uh, yeah, he's a good pass catcher as well. I like him. Jalen Hyatt is a weird one. He's gonna rise up boards just because he's had some unbelievable games this year especially when Hendon Hooker was was fit and available well obviously he got a serious injury and um, Blake Coram from Michigan has had a, a good year but again he I do believe he got injured last week and um, so he's out for the foreseeable future Jalen Duncan at offensive tackle is a good player as well I like Layden Robinson as a guard I think we picked Marvin Mims last week um i like jared patterson again a guard there's no like there's no wide receivers right here that i am absolutely sold on Um, there's a few like there's a few decent players and um, i like even though he's he's ranked very very low but andrew Voorhees, one of the guards i really like him i think he's not going to be the hundredth and was it thirty something thirty first player? I don't think that's going to happen. And um, if we go into the defense side of the football, Nolan Smith, an edge rusher from Georgia, very very good player. I like Tommy Eichenberg, the linebacker from Ohio State. I think one guy that hasn't really got a lot of love yet, but may get it, is Andre Carter, the second from Army. I think that he is a very good edge rusher, and obviously. Yeah. When you play for a smaller school like kind of army, you're not gonna get, I guess, the publicity as you would. But I think he's gonna be one that a lot of guys when they start doing a lot of draft prep are really gonna like. Um I'm gonna have a look at the I guess the the comments in the chat if you want to have kind of any if you want to talk about any of the guys there. Yeah, well, I mean there's there's three people that, that kind of stand out to me um at this point. I I, I like Dalton Kincaid. Uh, I think he's got great hands. I know I talked about. We took him a couple of weeks ago, yeah. uh, and 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 I just if he's there, I think it's an option. I like Jalen Hyatt as well. I mean, I understand the, the concerns, but 
uh, again, uh, Darnell Wright is is a very good. Uh, he's a tackle, isn't? Did he? we pick him last week? He was. He's one of my we favorites. Talked about, we talked about picking him. We yeah, he's one. He he. Well, he's been he taken is. by the Dolphins. So that's, yeah, that's um, he got picked one ahead of us. But I think it was yeah. actually the week. I think it wasn't our mock draft last week. I think when we did our mock off season, he was my second round pick. He yep. is probably one of my favorite offensive line prospects especially when you look at the second round guys mm-hmm. and i hope and bearlissimo you need to stop hyping him up because we don't need people hyping this kid up look he is one guy that i really really like i think he would be a good fit for the bears again i want guys that are nasty um i want guys that again you need someone that's going to protect justin um, look, we obviously went for Skaronski. If we went for Smith and Jigba and then Darnell Wright was available at 56, I think it would have been an obvious one um, that I definitely would have done. Uh, one of the other comments here, Rasheed Rice, he's a, another one. I do believe he was taken as well. Um, I can scroll up and, and check, but because I didn't see him in the list, I'm assuming he was taken a bit earlier. I also like Henry Tutu from Alabama as a linebacker prospect. And um, if you were looking for a center, John Michael Schmitz is one that is yep. good. Uh, I like Bergeron and um, yeah, Rashi Rice went 40. And um, so he's one that I think is probably one of the top kind of guys in that second round range that you're going to see. Uh, Javon Dexter is a good defensive tackle that you can kind of look at. And um, let me see. Oh, Cyrus Torrance is, is one guy I like as well but again as we saw josh downs went number 32 just to kind of talk about some of the guys that were picked ahead uh zach charbonnet i'm surprised that he went that high because in the previous drafts he was lasting very long so he was one i think we picked maybe in the third or fourth round in a previous draft so it's interesting how they're slowly like updating these things which is good i think it's a it's important that that does happen and let me see so Berlissimo mentions DeMarvian Overshawn and Darnell Wright. Yeah, I like Overshawn as well. I think one thing I like about him is look, we talk about like the defense. You, you do need to try and get guys that are able to fit in this linebacker core because we've seen how important it is. At the end of the day, if the Bears are able yeah, if the Bears are able to improve the offensive line, if they're able to improve the defensive line, pass rusher and linebacker, I think you're gonna start to see this team be a lot more competitive. Um, because look, I know people will kind of freak out if you see defensive tackle, edge rusher, linebacker in this draft. But the thing is, the the defense will help Justin Fields as well because he's doing this without any help right now. And you just need to make this team better. But yeah, that's that's some of those. Is there anybody else that kind of sticks out to you on that on that list? No, at the moment, I I, I mean, I'd say that I really like. Dalton Kincaid, he's a big 6'4", 6'5", tight end, 250 pounds. Big, big kind of catch radius, um, great hands. And I think it's always good to have another option there. And, and I know we, I picked him you know, a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, if they just keep falling like this, then I'm going, I'm going to take him again sort of thing. There's no one else at the moment that, that I'm, I'm jumping up and down to, to run to the podium for just now, to be honest with you, based on where we are. Obviously, taking into account, we're going to be picking in like ten picks again anyway. Um, so that, that's where I'm at at the moment. But I'm I'm happy to to be convinced otherwise. If you have someone else in mind at, at the moment, yeah. Look, 
personally um of the players that are there um let me see uh, yeah i like i like i like the marvian overshawn there i like I like Andre Carter, Jalen Hyatt. It's it's an interesting one. Like, what what type of player is he? Is he the guy that we've seen this year where he just had like that complete crazy rise? I don't know. Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from from Georgia. Like, we we haven't kind of addressed that yet. Do you want another big tight end? Kind of having two guys in there. I don't know. There's there's a lot of good. You mentioned Dalton Kincaid as well. You like him. Um. At this point in time, would you prefer to keep adding to the defense or would you think maybe this is a situation where I know we went kind of um, offensive line in the end of the first round, but would you like in this second round to come back on offense or do you think just keep building up this defense is the right way to go at this point? I think the other option you go, you go, you can go with Andre Carter is, is, is another potential here mm-hmm. because we still, we still need to look at that pass rush situation. Um, and I think, you know that's an option in there in terms of the sort of athleticism, the size that he has. Um, you know, it it it, it may also be something that's like people people are people have got him graded higher than this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a situation where he's actually gone by this point anyway. So you have to look at the situation. Go right. What do you need? Do you need a tight end or a wide receiver right now? Is there a wide receiver that I'm comfortable taking at this point? I don't know. Do we go with the pass rusher instead? It's it, for, for me, I'm sort of between the pass rusher and, and the tight end for some reason at the moment. I think we could probably pick... I like Marvin Mims, and I think we could probably get him in 10 picks. Um, and if you're not completely sold on Jayla Hyatt, then, you know, you've, you've talked yourself out of it. You know? I, I, I do like, I do like Jalen Hyatt. I think, yeah. again, I think he's going to be a guy that towards towards the time we hit the draft people are gonna look at that alabama tape they're gonna look at some of the games this year when he did have good quarterback play around him with like hendon hooker and people will say because everybody was hyping up a couple of the other guys that were on tennessee prior to this season like till cedric tillman was a guy everybody was talking about like at the end of the day he's had he, he did nothing and like he didn't really do much in the first kind of two years right like realistically he didn't grade out too well in 2020 and 2021 but this year he's he's had some phenomenal games and i always look at it and how do you play against the best competition and realistically his best game this year was against alabama right like that was that was the thing that i was impressed with what he did and can that i guess can that go to maybe the next the next level um can he can he continue that and can he be more consistent in the next level i think that is the biggest question for for jalen hyatt for me um so look personally if it was at this and you were going between if you wanted a pass catcher or if you wanted somebody else to add to the offense i'd rather actually pick darnell washington the tight end because i think he is legitimate really? Yeah, I think he can he can be good. We've seen what Justin has been able to do with Cole Komet as well. Um, I like him. I think at this point in time, I would either go pass rush, I would go 
yeah, pass rush or linebacker at this point. Because I do think Flus is going to want to go get another linebacker that he can kind of mold like he did with Darius Leonard. What are the chat scene? What do you guys want us to do right now? What would see. you do? Who's the better what? tight end? Let me, well. see. Let me see what the chat is saying. So we've Berlissimo mentioning Washington, Overshone, Alua Timi, and he was one of the guys I think I drafted in maybe like fourth, fifth round. I like him as a, as a center. Um, did you do? Yeah, Azuma. Um, I don't. Oh yeah, he is. He went fifty. Um, so he's gone. Um, Emil Ekior, the guard from Alabama, um, is one option. Um, okay, Berlismo wants us to go for over Sean uh, again. He's he's one that I, like I do like. I think. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be big fans of his, and I do think he will go probably in the second or third round um, when we look at this. But I think he would be one that I would be comfortable with taking at this just because I don't think there's any offensive players that I'm absolutely sold on. Like I said, if Darnell Wright was there, if your man John Michael Schmitz was there, if, uh, what is it, um, Rasheed Rice was there, if... Like I said, I think Josh Downs, if they were there, I'd be like, okay, I'll pound the table for some of those guys. But I think at this point, I personally would prefer the linebacker that can pretty much do anything in this defense and can really help out kind of moving forward. But look, do you okay. agree or do you disagree? I disagree. I All right, cool. Well, I'm taking them anyway. I think- we only pick in a few more picks anyway, right? So that's. That's another thing. Okay. All right. Oh, that's, that's, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. We can add an extra pick, give away a fifth round pick next year, and only have to drop down one. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's all let's fantasy, have, guys. Let's this have a bit real. of fun. <laughs> uh, and oh, it's because Nolan Smith was still there. Um, so the Vikings can bug it off. We're, yeah, not, no, we're, not, we're not dealing with the likes of them. So, okay, so who is still Where left out there? Darnell Washington still there. You still have Dalton Kincaid. Um, Why is Darnell Washington still there? I do. Why is he still there? He's like a, a guy that's verging on what a first round draft, this first round grade, and he's still sitting there. I prefer Dalton Kincaid personally. Marvin Mims is still there, who I'm a big fan of. Really like him. Um, I, I, I just I would like Marvin Mims a little bit later. Um, I think where, where um, do we pick again though? The fourth round. Yeah, the fourth round is the next one. There's one. I don't know if he's been taken. So there's one. Okay, so these are two guys I would be targeting. So I like Ekior from Alabama, and I think this is. Um, I'm not even going to butcher his name because I keep butchering people's names. But I picked him in when we did our mock off season. And I think right. he, I think one thing actually Berlissimo mentioned, I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to kind of follow too much of the, I know there's been a lot of kind of stories going out about the senior bell coming up. And once the season is over, um, that he's actually going to be kind of moved into, was it kind of three tech or five technique. So he's an interesting one. If, if the bears want to go for him, um, I guess just in terms of in general, I, I like Darnell Washington, Dalton Kincaid. I like him as well. He I have him pretty high up in my rankings. 
Um, Blake Corum, I, I do like, but he got injured, so I'm a little bit not sure. Um, hang off for the running back, yeah. Jalen Duncan, I like, um, and it's kind of a good range for him. But again, we went for Peter Skoronsky already. Um, if we already went for a defensive tackle, but if we didn't, then we went for pass rusher earlier. Maybe Brandon Dorlus would be one that I would be a fan of. I like Drew Sanders, the linebacker from Arkansas. Um, there's no like, like Braden tries from Washington. I like him. He's not one of my favorites in terms of one of the pass rushers. Um, is there anybody further down? Like realistically, uh, Lucas Van Ness, Byron Young from Alabama is an interesting one. But yeah, I think actually some of the guys I like are actually a little bit further down, like Emil Ekioren, um, the kid from Northwestern as well. But uh, let me see, when is our next pick? Is 101. So it's in a perfect kind of situation for one of these guys. So I think they would probably be higher rated, but just for the sake of this draft, I think we can probably wait on one of those guys. So Thank is you. there anybody that you like in particular here at this point in time at 66? Tight end's good. I know I said I didn't want to run him back though, but I do like Tank Bigsby. Uh and I like uh a Shane as well. Um so those are those are sort of two options. Again, I, I know we haven't really done much in terms of adding to the offense at the moment in terms of uh, weapons. So I, I think mm-hmm. it's certainly something we, we we should be looking at. Um, and you know, Marvin Mims is still there, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And um, Marvin Mims is still there. Um, so. Yeah, I, let me see who's actually still available at wide receiver. Because Oh, yeah, so this is one everybody seems to be saying in the chat. Yeah. Roma Dunes from, I'm probably butchering his name as well, um, from Washington. Um, so that's an, I actually haven't had an opportunity to properly look into him yet. Um, but he is definitely one that seems to be a fan favorite anyway in the current chat. Um, as we see here, Berlissimo. <laughs> shouting for it. What are you uh, yeah. trying to tell us? What are you trying to tell us? We have Dalton Kincaid from Brian in the chat. Um, but yeah, look, this is you could be right actually. Like maybe this is just a time that you need to try and add some sort of weapon for Justin Fields. And last year or last week we did go for Marvin Mims. So maybe we we switch it up this time with go either for for a wide receiver from Washington, or we go for a guy like Dalton Kincaid at a tight end. Which one would you prefer? Because those are the two names that have been mentioned in the chat. Tight end for me. I've been saying it for the last 10 minutes that I would go with the tight end, so I'm going with the tight end here. Okay, so I'm assuming you want Dalton Kincaid? I do, I do. Okay, again, value is really good as well. So um, we will we will go that. I listen to uh, any of you can be like, Whatever, what is it like Poles and Cunningham? We'll do something like that. <laughs> um, so we, we trust each other. So we'll go Dalton Kincaid in this one. But look, it is a, a possibility that they could go wide receiver at this. And look, the more wide receivers that kind of are ranked a little bit around this time. Oh, he went to the Packers. That's not good. <laughs> um, oh, but, listen, this is this is when the press start coming after us. Bears yeah. are Fucking Tony and Kieran are the worst games <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, look, the, the thing is, right, 
I like I said, I've seen a bunch of the other receivers, um, but I would rather actually get to watch the guy first before picking them and then getting to to talk a little bit about him. Um, so I think that's one of the things Tyler Steen goes. So now we're at 101. Um, so let's see who is available here. Uh, so I like Byron Young, but we've already gone defensive tackle. Jordan Morgan, offensive tackle from Arizona. The one thing that the, the players that are standing out right now, there's two. So I mentioned the edge rusher from Northwestern. Could be a three technique. Only thing is we have selected Jalen Carter. Luke Weipler from um, Ohio State was the center um, when Justin was there as well. So, um, Or for part of it, I believe. Anyway, I know his, his center in his really, really good season. Currently plays for the Packers. Um, but that is an interesting one for to select if you wanted to go center just keep on improving that offensive line um another good one as well yes i i like i like mazzy smith as well ricky stromberg as well another center from arkansas is a good one carter warren i like as an offensive tackle from from pittsburgh um is there anybody else like to a certain extent i like the edge rusher from washington and fatui i like will mcdonald um Devon Witherspoon's an interesting one, man. I he just he knows where the football is as a corner. He can play corner, he can play safety. He's he's really, really good. Um Diabate from the linebacker from Utah is one. We've already gone linebacker though, so I don't think we go for two. We haven't but, got a pass rusher yet, have we? No, I don't think so. I, I'm 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 intrigued by Will McDonald. Um, as well, he's he's, he's okay. a big guy, big athletic guy. Um, good speed. I I like Will McDonald. I do like uh, Smith as well. I think going back to the defensive line here is not the worst idea in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sold on Justin Jones. Sorry for the Justin Jones fans and and the and the crowd. Um, but I, I think we could be looking to, you know, either look at another inside defensive lineman. Or again, we haven't got the pass rusher yet. I don't know what we've done in free agency at this point. Um, but I could be absolutely sold by McDonald at this point. Yeah, I I do like McDonald. And actually, there's an agreement from Barry Small here. Devon Witherspoon's another one Steve mentions in the chat as well. Um, yeah, we haven't gone for a wide receiver yet. I don't let me see who's actually available at this point in time. And um, see who I like at wide receiver. So Xavier Hutchinson, Wicks is one. Trey Palmer is one guy I really like a little bit later on. I think he he just makes plays. Um, one of my favorite guys at wide receiver, I know is rated way lower on this. It's Anaya Smith. Uh, I yeah. like there's a couple of guys um that I like that actually they might move up a little bit, but for like specific roles, like I like Jake Jacob Cowing or Cowing from Arizona as kind of a slot type receiver but again i think the bears have a lot of those guys um so it probably isn't the greatest of fits and um, but smith is one guy i'd be looking at later on because we're again we're at what was it 101 and i don't think there's anyone here i'd be absolutely pounding the table for at wide receiver um but yeah i think for me at this point in time i would probably be between the especially if he was going to play three technique, um, 
Mozzie Smith is one you could go for, or we could go Ed Rusher at this point. And I would be comfortable with Will McDonald. I think he'd be a productive Ed Rusher. Or even like Devon Witherspoon, I think is also a he's a playmaker. And um, if you wanted to add another name back there, but I think we've kind of spoken about that we do need Ed Rushers. We haven't really had the opportunity because it hasn't fallen for us to go for one. And I feel like if we don't take one now, we're not going to be able to take one at the end of this round. Yeah, it's going to the the, the talent's going to drop off quickly. Uh, and I, I think Will McDonald is a lot further down than they should be at this point. I, I think you'd probably be taken by now if it were me, but yeah, so good, good, good shout. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's definitely a, an interesting one. And just as we look at some of the guys that, um, there's none that we're really targeting. Oh, there's the center that we were look that we were talking about. The, again, the three technique, or uh, Devon Witherspoon goes, Mazzy Smith just went. Uh, Andrew Voorhees, I, I keep forgetting that he was that he was there. He's a really good player. He's one of my kind of highest rated guards. And um, so let's just re- let's just reject this for now. Um, we've got three of the next four picks going up here, so we can yeah. Get- so we have a lot. Okay, so uh, there is one guy that's here that I'm not even gonna look at the chat because we the the thing is. I don't, we haven't picked a center, and I can't stand another Sam Mustafa for season. And I picked this guy before. I think he's a really, really good player. And it's the center from Michigan. I think he, you can literally play him straight away when he comes in. Um, I don't, I don't think he lasts to the fifth to the end of the fourth round. I think he's probably a third round pick, maybe or maybe at the er, at the early fourth. But I think he yeah. would be a, a good option. And like we said, we still have two more picks very, very close together here. And um, have taken them if we don't, so we, we, it, we make them move. Exactly. So with that, um let me see. Um the fifth round is where we select running backs and wide receivers. This is true. Fantastic. This is where we've got to be targeting right now. Ken, does Kenny we did this last time now? The interesting one here, I I do like him. Right, and I think there's going to be a lot of fans of him just because of how successful he's been this year in Champaign, Illinois. Is Chase Brown, the uh, the running back from Illinois? He's been fantastic every time I've watched them this year. He's a guy I really like to watch. Kind of again, if you got a guy from Illinois as well, that's pretty cool. Let's see the wide receivers. Dontavian Wicks is one guy that I'd be looking at at this point in time as well. I think he's a good player and. Um, a tight end in them there as well. Yeah, at a tight end, there's nobody really that like. Yeah, and I Smith is is an interesting one at that point. Let's see who's still there at guard. Nobody completely saw that. Nick Broker Bruker is a, is an interesting one. I I don't. I'm not the biggest of fans of them. They're clearly not. Um, I've when you look at some people, they have high, him right uh, ranked really high, and others not so much. Um, there's nobody really else that kind of is shooting off there. We went for our center, so you could go offensive tackle. I like Cody Mosheron or Mosheron and uh, North Dakota State. Um, tight end, nobody really there that I like. We picked one anyway. Um, so if you're going next again, we're, we're, we're being... yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Eric Gray is an option as well. Um, 
Oklahoma. Let's let's have a look at defense as well. Um, just yeah. in just in case. Um, like, do we have a later fifth round pick? Yeah, like we have one forty six. I think and one fifty six. I think I would be happier in taking kind of running back a little bit later in yep. this round because I think a lot of them will still be there. And um, I don't think it's the need. The need is really there at this point. Um, at this point, Malachi Moore safety. I like Dennis, the linebacker from Pittsburgh. Again, we've gone for um, a linebacker already. But again, if you want to keep adding to it, Jalen Cantalone from Arkansas is a safety. But again, look, I think safety we're pretty set at anyway. Well, that- I mean, you say that, but like, yeah, I suppose we need to start thinking for the future as well, post Eddie Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be worth picking up a guy in the fifth round to, to kind of play behind him for the next couple of years. Um, you know, obviously, I'm hoping the injury he's got is not uh, anything that's going to make him, you know, come back a different sort of player or whatever as well. But I still, I still think it's, it's maybe a good idea to have an insurance policy there um, in terms of we, we don't really know what, what's going to happen with him. What are your thoughts on safeties? What do you think? The only reason I say it is because I would have expected Jalen Cantalone to go way before now. <laughs> so he's one guy that, like, even doing some kind of brief analysis on some of the safeties, because obviously it's not one of the positions we had focused too much on. Um, When you look at some different kind of of the guys that do this kind of for a living in terms of the draft, um, some people have him really highly ranked and others have them where he is here. He's one guy that I think if you didn't want to bring back DeAndre Houston Carson and just have somebody that like literally – is it just a d- dynamic playmaker? And again, he is a assured tackler and will will lay it on somebody. Um, is somebody that I would actually look at at this point in time if if you wanted. Um, again, the only other ones that I'd be thinking of here at wide receiver, I like Dontavian Wicks and I like Trey Palmer. Those are two guys that I would be a fan of at that point. And I don't know well, if there's a corner. Let's take it this way. You, you could pick up Jalen oh. Catalan now and then we can pick yeah. the wide receiver right afterwards. Let's just do it. Let's just do that. Let's just stop the talking and let's let's just do that. Uh so we'll take Jalen and then we come straight back around. And if we look at the wide receivers that are available, so there's Dontavian Wicks, Trey Palmer. I know uh, personally I, I do like Smith um as well. He's one of my is one of my favorites, but I think the value for Dontavian is just ridiculous. And I think he would be a very good guy to kind of add into the wide receiver room. So personally, I would just do that. Make the move. There we go. So I'm pretty happy that we've addressed a lot of the team's needs here. And look, this is the advantage of trading back, right? Like you get a lot of these mid-round picks where there's guys that you are a good fan of and we're at 146 and remember we have another pick at 156 and so if we look at this i'll go to all now so you could if you wanted you could go running back um let me see who else if you want to go another defensive tackle zach pickens is an interesting one luke musgrave well actually we went tight end already so we don't need that um we want a center um oh no we picked one sorry um I do like Joe Titman though, the the center from Wisconsin. Um, I'm not sold on some of the corners that are left. Um, 
Corey Try seems to be the highest rated one according to this. Um, if you want to have two Jalen Jones on the team, <laughs> you could do that. Um, but yeah, like there's a there's nobody that's really completely standing out at this point at corner. I like kind of like Corey Trice is a decent one from Purdue. Um oh let me see some of the other positions here. Dorian Williams from Tulane's interesting. Deshaun Pace, actually, I know people don't like the surname Pace around Chicago, but like he is an interesting one at Cincinnati. Um, you can get Steel Chambers from Ohio State. Let me see. Is there anybody in the chat talking about this? Uh, then, oh, yeah, so there was this one. <laughs> Remember when everyone loved Ronnie Bell last year, people were calling him Aaron Robinson. Um so we have one here. Is Jalen Jones a cornerback? Would you know? I kind of thought he'd have gone a bit earlier than now as well. Though. Yeah, it would be funny as well. Just the fact that you'd have two Jalen Joneses at cornerback. Well, uh, I mean, and if, if the Bears did that, be better right, than the other one, to be fair. So this is true, but I, I feel like if they do get him, they need to make the numbers as close to be identical as possible. It would be hilarious, and. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he is one guy. If you were like really wanting to, I guess, improve um at the cornerback position, which look, we know the depth is a problem. Like mm -hmm. picking a guy in what is it, the fifth round is always good. Um is always good to do. Is there any offensive tackles? I like like Cody Mouch is an interesting one. Jackson Kirkland from Washington. Is there anybody else here that I very that I really like not really down here and um, so those would be the two tackles Zach Center is an interesting one from Michigan um yeah I, I don't think there's anybody else that I think I we're pretty, uh, at this point I I feel like I'm pretty set the offensive line I mean we've got a lot of depth at offensive line we're draft picks from last year as well mm -hmm. um I, I'd I'd look at I'd look at the defensive back position or maybe cool. like a wide receiver or, or sorry no wide receiver running back um, at this point as well. Um, I personally would probably go corner first before going running back because, like I said, we spoke about it a little bit earlier with the running backs and like all the guys I think are still available. Um, so I think we could easily go for a guy at one fifty six and be very content because I think if this was a similar situation, I think that's probably what the Bears would do because especially if they do not sign David Montgomery back, I think that yeah. they will. I think they're going to draft a runner back anyway because they do it every year um, and there's no harm because if you don't believe in Tristan Ebner moving forward, you kind of want to have somebody else in for when if you don't sign David Montgomery and get like another free agent in, you need to be prepared for when Khalil Herbert comes up because you can't just you're not if you're not paying Dave Montgomery, you're probably not gonna then pay Khalil Herbert. So you need to have somebody else in the pipeline as well. And it's it's for me, it's just not Tristan Ebner. So I think that's an interesting one in like 10 picks time. But I hear I'd be happy going cornerback. So um, I think Jalen Jones is is, is is my guy here. Um I think he's he's a fast he's he's a guy who's gonna rise up the boards a lot quicker. And I and I just I just feel like it's really good value at this point as well. Um to take him, uh, he's 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 a big big corner as well. He's like six one or six two. He's um, the sort of, the sort of corner that we, that we like on on this team as well. So uh, that that's just my my take on it. Um, 
and again, as you say, you want to try and get the best possible value at this point. We could probably pick up a running back in 10 picks time and be happy with that as well. Um, I, I think yeah. that's what I think that's what we do. I know there's uh, one or two guys in the chat or Berlissimani were saying about uh, Taiwan Mullen. He could potentially still be there. When do we have another pick there? Are we don't? When's our next pick? At one ninety seven. So like just based on this, I think in terms of value, um, I would probably go look. I've we've spoken enough about Jalen Jones here. I think what we'll do is. One for the comedy factor and having two guys in the defensive back to have the same name would be fun. But also, in fact, he's, he'd be an interesting prospect at this point in, in time of the draft. So, look, we'll we'll go for that. Um, and then maybe in the next pick, we target a running back. Um, so one has gone in terms of Kenny McIntosh. Uh, there's two, Eric Gray has gone. So it seems like it's the perfect kind of timing for it. And the guy that we kind of spoke about is now the top uh, guy on offense rated is Chase Brown. So I think I would be happy enough at this point in time in selecting him and putting him in the pipeline and adding another running back to this core, especially if David Montgomery doesn't get re-signed. Yep. Go for it. Cool. And now we wait for the last for the last one and see who is going to be available in that seventh round. And if there's anybody interesting that kind of gets selected here, um I would take a backup quarterback, like take a flyer on someone at that point. I don't know much of the way that the the quarterbacks this late on, to be honest with you. So I'm Uh, not. There's some some interesting, like if, like Malik Cunningham from Louisville is interesting. And Tyler Van Dyke is a very interesting one just because prior to this season, there was people talking about him as like a first or second round pick. And then shit hit the fan this year where he got benched and obviously in this now he's a seventh round pick to a udfa same sort of thing happened to spencer rattler like he was the he was like hot shit for so long right and then people were saying oh he's gonna be a first round pick and just never happened for him and this is the point this is the point in the draft where you start doing stuff like this you're taking flyers it's a seventh rounder it's not you're not taking a huge chance on anybody just now but Again, if they work out with minimal spend, then great. If you've got mm-hmm. a backup for 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 a career, then great. You know we've got our starter hopefully for a career, so uh, why not get that backup solidified as well? So yeah, there, there are a couple of interesting names considering what was expected of them prior to, to this year. Yeah, um, interestingly enough, I'm just looking at some of the comments that we have. So Broski Bear, I just want to just as a PSA the. Uh, Alu Fashionu is not coming out of the draft this year. Uh, he is returning to Penn State. So he will be one we will talk again next year. We were excited about him. And if we spoke a little bit about him at the beginning of the show, so if you wanted to go back to that, you can as well. Um, I guess some of the other ones coming in from Broski Bear, Jalen Carter. But we actually picked Jalen Carter. So there you go. He also mentions if Penn State wide receiver Parker Washington is on the board, take him. He's the next Chris Godwin. So just getting a couple of his thoughts in as well. We always appreciate all the comments that come in. Um, Let's see, because we did talk about it. Uh, the one that we spoke about, if you wanted to get another cornerback, um, the one that people have been talking about in the chat, um, Mullen from Indiana is an option there. If you want to just keep adding to the cornerback and see if somebody can – provide that depth 
Um, you can never have enough corners, in my opinion. I'm I'm the same. Yeah, uh, like there's Jackson Kirkland, interesting at offensive tackle. If you wanted to go another wide receiver, Smith is one that I really like. Ronnie Bell, I like him as well. Um, if you wanted to add an extra wide receiver, so personally, I think at this point in time, you're in the seventh round. I'd either go. You kind of want to go the skill positions, and I think you either go cornerback or wide receiver. So at this point in time, what would you prefer to go for? Wide receiver. We haven't done enough on it so far. Okay. Um, I'm I'm sold on who I want. <laughs> right. Go for it. There we go. I would go with Anaya Smith at this point. I don't think he's a seventh round pick. I'm just putting that out there. I really don't think he's a seventh rounder. I think he goes probably in the fifth. Um, I think he is a very very good player. There's still a lot of good players that are going to be available late in this draft because, well, well, in the first round, I think it is very top heavy, like the first like seven or eight picks. I think that there is a within the middle of this draft, there's a lot of guys that are ranked very similar. And even to the late rounds, there's some good, again, there are some good players here. And I really, I, I think it's an interesting draft this year. I think that it's going to be one that there's going to be a lot of intrigue. One where I think if you can get a bunch of picks, but also pick high, I think that's like the perfect scenario, kind of like we've done here where we've picked high. And I know it's Jalen Carter. I think we were going between him and Miles Murphy at the time. Um, I, like realistically, if you can come away at one of the best players in the draft with Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Miles Murphy at the top of the draft, come back around and get an offensive tackle like Peter Skaronski or like we were talking about Paris Johnson and DeMarvin Overshawn as one of your starting linebackers, getting another tight end in the room in, in the room in Dalton Kincaid. You add to the pass rush. Hopefully in this type of one, you would expect the Bears to identify pass rushers and free agency because I don't think you look at Will McDonald and just be like automatically starter. Um, yeah. But then you get the center from Michigan, Oluwatimi. Um, I think he would be a very good pick. Jalen Cantalone, he can play safety, he can play nickel even, and maybe he can then kind of push um, Kyler Gordon on the outside. Dontavian uh, Wicks would be as good here as well. And then you come back, Jalen Jones, you get Chase Brown and Anaya Smith. And I think you're pretty happy that you've settled a, a bunch of like different needs, but also you've added some high-end talent at the top of the draft and i think really if something like this were to happen i think you'd be you'd be very very happy um with that and i think look overall what we've done here over the past two weeks so just for anybody that you're only joining us this week you didn't get to see us last week last week we focused on the draft by not trading back where we weren't going to go back in the first round and just say we're just going to pick whoever the best player is in the board. And we picked Will Anderson Jr. last week. I know a lot of people were fans of Jalen Carter. So this time around, we've gone for him. Next week, what we'll probably try and do is we'll try and push back a little bit further um, than four and see how, see how that goes. Now, the thing is, with the Bears not playing next week, it might actually push them down a little bit um, in the draft board as well just based on kind of that half game and, and stuff like that. I can't, I, I'm not sure about the ramifications there, um, but that'll be the plan for next week. Let's push ourselves a little bit further down because these shows so early on is more about doing the scenarios that can that could happen. And look, it's it's been a lot of fun today. I know it's been 
it's a lot nicer than having to go through the crap show that yesterday. We actually get to talk about some things for the future here. We enjoy these shows. This will be kind of a staple on the show on, on Mondays while we're doing kind of while we are calling it mock draft Monday for now, like again, we will kind of be doing more stuff around the draft on some of these days as well. Um, but for now we're kind of going through the different scenarios that we think that could take place while we're finishing up the season. That is just not very fun to have to talk about a, a loss every week. So instead of doing that, we want to bring more positivity around Bears Twitter, Bears fans being able to talk about the team because I think that, that is actually really important at this point in time. Yeah, and I, and I think as well, and we talked about, you know, we used to kind of do a lot of uh, build up to the games and we'd preview them, then we'd, we'd kind of break down what happened in the game and all that kind of thing. But, you know, as a fan, I'm, we're, we're, we're fans, you know, and when we listen to our favourite shows, we're getting to the point now where, like, I'm not enjoying listening to these shows anymore because it's just yeah. the same thing over and over again. So, you know, we're trying to put something out that's a wee bit different. Obviously, if anybody is watching, has any ideas of things that you'd like to see us talk about, um, you know, whether it's breaking down film or whether it's talking about specific sorts of players or whatever, then, you know, certainly put it in the chat because at the end of the day, you guys are watching um, and we want you to be able to watch something that you enjoy. So, you know, send us in for send us messages, send us a comment on Twitter, whatever it is, um, and and we'll certainly look. It's going to be a long off season. We're not going to be talking about games probably now until September, and it's only December, so we've got nine months sitting here for us to fill in with stuff that you guys want to watch. Um, and we like to talk about Bears football, regardless of what it is. So whatever you suggest, we'll probably talk about it. Um, so get it, get it in the chat, get it in the comments, and and let us know what you, you guys want to see. Yeah, and look, th- we will have a, a fun show coming up during uh, when we get closer to Christmas. Um, it's going to be Christmas-themed and Bears-themed, so make sure that you stick with us for that. We will be talking about draft. Again, The what you will see from the channel when the season does end for the Bears, there will be a lot of draft stuff. We will be talking about a lot of tape. We'll go through the different prospect rankings, we have most of the our own ones done up for the website, but we have not released them because we are going to release them when we know who is actually declared for the draft. We don't want to release it, and then you see guys like Alu Fashanu is not coming out. So we will put that out. So then you guys can then actually go and follow that. We'll show it on the screen and what we have at and what we're going for as well. Um, but we'll be doing that. We'll be doing a lot of videos on free agency players that we think would fit the Bears really well and also add to this team. Um, I think that that's something that we really want to be able to do as well. Obviously, if there's any sort of like coaching searches in terms of assistant coaches, we'll be doing those two things as well. But look, if you guys want us to do any kind of the game tapes and stuff, like we do it kind of more offline when we're kind of to be able to talk about this on the show. There's no problem. We can easily actually do some of those videos on the show. But look, we like to let some of the guys that really do that as kind of the i guess the professional guys that have played quarterback in the league and stuff because they do a really good job at it and um, but when it comes to the draft we will be doing that because we have a different perspective where we're just going to give our our kind of untrained eyes on what we think and what we see from guys and why we like them um so there will be a lot of that but like you said tony anybody that has 
there's something you want us to cover, if there's a specific player you want us just to delve deep into and talk about, because that's something will be coming um, on the channel from, what is it, from January all the way to April. There'll be draft shows, there'll be draft videos every single week. Some will be on specific prospects. Some might be on kind of the, I guess, the higher rated players. Some might be on some draft gems. We're going to be doing a lot of draft work this week. We'll be getting guests and stuff that cover the draft as well over those months as well. So, look, make sure that you stick with us. If you really do enjoy the draft, if you enjoy Bears football and you just want to have kind of a bit of fun, get your comments in and this is what the show is for. It's for you guys. So, look, we appreciate everybody in the comments today. It was a lot of fun being able to do these. We will be back next week, next Monday, to do one of these shows again. The Bears do not play this weekend, so enjoy the NFL without having to worry about the Bears losing, without having to worry about the draft positioning. But, look, until next time, guys, it's been a lot of fun. But all we can say is bear down. Bear down.